You're listening to CPR. My name is Rex. And my name is Josh. Thank you guys for coming back for another exciting episode because Rex is in a great mood today. And because Rex is in a great mood, that makes me in a greater mood. Yes. yes. Josh so. always has to one-up me. So whenever I'm in a good mood, he is in a better mood. That's how it always has to go. All right, Rex. Um, we have some exciting things going on. My mouth tastes like blood for some reason that's weird <laughs> what um anyway uh i think i cut my gum on i was eating some nuts bef- before the podcast anyway uh we have some great things to get to we'll talk about uh, the elections we want free and fair elections of course and we'll talk about joe biden and uh, things like that thanksgiving is coming up soon and that's always um a great holiday um where we have the celebration of turkey yes that favorite fowl that we all love to eat and if you are part yeah. of a turkey worshiping cult please write in and tell us more about what what possessed you to uh, make turkey such a center of your life i want to know what possessed you to even come up with that statement but okay yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> and then we'll talk about horses right later on yeah definitely about horses and uh, okay cool and so we'll uh with that rex is oh wait if you oh, all of course if you have a question make sure you email it in to rex and josh cpr at, at gmail.com gmail. and if you add an extra m it won't send i don't think c-o-m-m don't don't do that yeah c-o-m-m-m will be our new um our new top level domain extension though yeah it'll be real fancy anyway if the people want to send us a question on instagram or social media like what what do they send that to oh yeah get some more interaction going on the social media you can send that to at rex and josh cpr on both instagram and twitter you can tweet at us you can dm us you can tag us in your post or in your story if you have a really burning question that needs to go with something so yeah just don't burn us we, we don't want that oh yes we 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 do self burns plenty what okay yeah not like burning ourselves but like <laughs> like i just imagine <laughs> rex with an oven i did actually burn myself on the oven while making chicken tenders today um i don't doubt that yeah like it's that little red spot is hmm, that, that, that looks painful it it really is not that painful you need it like a band-aid do you need to amputate your finger now i think i should i think i should just amputate all of my limbs that sounds like a good plan it really does all right um rex oh whoa, wait remember to check out our merch oh, i'm yes. actually wearing a brand new cpr t-shirt right now um and he is, and I, he is styling in it. So yeah. if you would like to be styling like styling like Josh. That's actually like a detriment to our sales pitch. So if you want oh. to not look like me, then you want to buy one of our shirts. There yes. you go, right? Uh, no. This is actually the first time I just got this shirt in the past week, and it's the first time I've worn it. And you know, the first time I got like grease on it from our car and I'm like kind of sad. Wow. And it makes me want, want to cry. So Rex, make me feel better. Talk about your awesome wig that has you in such a great mood. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is that nothing particularly exciting or thrilling has happened this week. It's just been uh, a pretty standard week. I actually didn't get any hours at my job, which is understandable because it's a seasonal position. So, and they're tight on like, I, I'm sure... 
hours they're trying to get to all sorts of people. But Work is so out of season. I honestly, yeah, I think we should all just live and dance and be happy and not worry about working. Who who needs work? Um, <laughs> That's why you but, vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I most of what has been happening this week has been personal development stuff, increasing my knowledge in areas of things like 3D modeling Ooh. and digital marketing Ooh. and um, camera equipment. Ah. So all sorts of nerdy, fun things that I like doing. How about your week, Josh? Well, so I figured if once my sta- once this statement gets out there, we'll all have a good laugh. Well, so I was uh, a model for um, my golf program. Now Rex is trying to hold back his chuckles right now. I'm just thinking of me as a model with my um, o- obviously dashing face, mm-hmm. um, handsome to the max. <laughs> this is what I was talking about with self burns, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, modeling, uh, so I get there and they're just kind of like, oh, stand up. It was a lot of standing around. Mm -hmm. And so there was a group of us. So it wasn't, it wasn't just me. They didn't hand, uh, pick me to be the face of their golf, uh, website. Um, but the cool thing is, so they're rebranding. It's the first team and they're rebranding their, uh, their brand. Yeah. That, that's a good thing to (laughs) rebrand. Yeah. And, um, they're going to be using the, these pictures for the next 10 years. Wow. So my smiling face, uh, maybe, will be um, on the cover of brochures for a decade to come. So that's that's really, uh, I don't know, I was kind of proud of myself. Leading the next generation yeah. through modeling for a golf program. So people are going to see my face and they're like, yeah, that wants me to get... That makes me want to go hit a ball. Now, what kind of what kind of things did you do for modeling? Um, so you you think I would be out on the golf course? Um, you would think, yeah. But no, no, no. I was in a classroom, and they're like, "Doodle on this piece of paper, and we're gonna take pictures of a coach standing over you." Actually, it was like very menacing looking when he was <laughs> doing it. But um, so I I, I drew a, a snowman. And it started, he was like, hey, draw a Smurf. So I, I tried to start off drawing a Smurf, but then it turned into a snowman because I don't draw well. That's okay. Smurfs, snowmen, same thing. Yeah. And uh, some of the other people played Hangman while they were taking pictures. So it was just kind of, it was a kind of a overall fun experience. Interesting. And it was, was it just the one picture? No, no, no. It okay. was it was several pictures. There were other times they were like, hey, walk and act like you're having fun. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, well, okay. I like how we had to act that we were having fun in order to... But yeah. Anyway, it was, it was a lot so, of uh, fake expressions going on, to yeah. say the least. That's the weird thing about corporate photography. Like, with portrait photography, you want people to genuinely be having fun and do candid stuff. But I guess when you're doing company stuff, you got to keep it boring. Yeah, probably. Well, um, turning now to the big news of basically this past week since the election. Everyone's Actually, favorite over topic. Actually, over a week. Over it's a week. Be coming close to two weeks oh by my the goodness. time this comes out, probably. And um, there have been a lot of, uh, a lot of big things that have come out, and we're going to kind of go over those, Rex. What are your initial thoughts of the election and 
people, uh, uh, Joe Biden has declared victory, but the Trump t- uh, campaign says, hey, not so fast. We're going to have some kind of legal challenges to this. So what, what do you think about that initially? There's a whole lot going on, and I don't think there's any way to know 100% the the truth of the matter until more more is delved into. Um, I will say I am really sick and tired of hearing about the election, um, and I wish I didn't have to hear about it anymore. Well, now you can just talk about it. Yeah, it, it's great. But um, uh, just a couple funny observations. A... Um, Joe, Joe Biden has been the, the race has been called for Joe Biden by the Associated Press, but um, everybody forgets about the the whole second part of the Electoral College and that he hasn't officially won yet. And then yeah. um, my, the other funny observation that I made is that uh, Trump was complaining about not or saying, oh, like. Why didn't I get any mail-in ballots, despite the fact that he was actively campaigning against uh, mail-in ballots? So I I just thought that was a funny thing as well. Um, But as far as the rest of the election goes, I have heard about like glitches in election machines and or voting machines and all sorts of stuff. And there's a lot of suspicion going on. So I can't say one way or the other. I just really hope that if... If Trump does come out as the winner, that people will be civil about it and understanding, and that uh, if Trump is not the winner, that people will be accepting of that and that Trump will concede uh, peacefully, because he's made statements before that have made it sound like he will not do that. So I'm hoping that either way... Imagine (laughs) Trump, (laughs) I'm arming the nukes right now, and Joe Biden headquarters. No, just kidding. That would not happen, (laughs) It's just I'm, what the picture I got when you're like, Trump may not concede peacefully. Yeah, I mean, in speeches before, he said he he's not going down without a fight. So what I'm hoping is that no matter the outcome of the election, that people will be at peace and that people will be loved and cared for no matter what in the U.S. And most of all, I am confident that God will still be in control and the sun will still rise no matter what happens. Unless we blow it up. Ah, yes. Blowing up the sun is an excellent idea. Consider it's already a flaming ball of gas. Well, um, you mentioned some of the funny things. I I find it kind of amusing. So four years ago, we had, uh, oh, Trump colluded with the Russians. Trump stole (laughs) the election. And um, now we hear the same people who said that four years ago saying, how can you possibly steal an election? You can't do that if you tried. And Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like a flip-flop of uh, circumstances. Um, uh, Trump is not accusing people of, with an unfounded kind of, I said an accusation, but it's it's not this kind of unfounded proposition that there was election fraud because there's a lot of kind of documented evidence um, there are a lot of people coming out and saying, oh, my boss pressured me to do this. Um, like, uh, I think uh, from the Postal Service, uh, mail-in ballots, um, the boss told this person to um, stamp them, uh, a time stamp them on the day of the election, even though they had come in after the election. So they could be counted even though they shouldn't have been. And considering mail-in ballots automatic, mostly automatically go to Joe Biden, that's 
that's um, that's that was kind of a concern for the Trump team. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of we've heard a lot about poll watchers recently, haven't we, Rex? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So poll watchers basically go in there, and there's a Democrat and there's a Republican supposed to be in there watching people uh, count the ballots to make sure everything's going right and to make sure everything is just smoothly, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and that's legally mandated. So that's that's law. So it's it's not kind of an oh yeah, come watch if you want to walk. <laughs> but no, that's a law. And we see in Pennsylvania there was there are several circumstances of just the Republican poll watchers being told that they can't come and watch. And they were thrown out. And then once they were thrown out, we see the poll uh, the um the not the pollsters, but the people counting the ballot. They were cheering. Once they threw the Trump people out. Interesting. So I feel that that was unfair because these are supposed to be unbiased um, election workers that are um, supposed to be un, uh, being in an unpartisan, nonpartisan manner. I can't speak very well today for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a nonpartisan manner. And we f- see that that's not kind of coming about. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, I, I really think that the the big problem is that we're expecting uh, people who are very clearly partisan to do a nonpartisan job. Um, and like I, I worked midterm elections uh, two years ago because that's when the midterm elections were. Uh, and it was obviously I didn't count ballots or anything. I was just helping operate the, the voting machines and get people through the lines. But selecting um selecting partisan people to do jobs like ballot counting i don't think is really a good idea i think maybe you should bring in a bunch of libertarians to do the counting because obviously everybody knows that the libertarians aren't going to win the election and so if there's a a, an uptick in like votes for jurgensen or whatever people are going to be like i don't know about that but it's i i think they're less likely to lean towards biden or trump because it I think a lot of libertarians like me are not particularly thrilled about either. So I think picking people that don't have as much stake in the Trump or Biden fight would have been a better option. And I know that's pretty hard to find, but... So Rex is basically saying that he's the poster boy for uh, nonpartisanship and he should basically lead the country, right, Rex? I like how you just take the the words right out of my mouth and burn them and insert your own words. Um, that's my favorite. I mean, it was pretty close. Yes, that's so, basically what I said. Uh, all right, so you hear the press, and a lot of times you just get fed up with the news and we got to turn it off. Like yes. there was, it's just negativity after negativity after negativity. Like we were listening in the car, my mother and I, and it was just like, oh, this person died. Uh, these many people died from the coronavirus today. There were this many new cases. It is hopeless the world is over. And we're like, (laughs) yeah, bye-bye ABC News. And we turned the radio off and just had silence. Or uh, we could have turned to Christian music. That would have been good, too. (laughs) Um, I will say, if Biden does end up winning the election, I might actually be able to watch the news because I feel like they won't focus on the president as much if Biden is sitting there being complacent. So if nothing else good comes out of Biden's election, that will be one of the things. I, I don't know. They're, they'll still find something to criticize because that's what the news does. That's it their job. It certainly is. Uh, of course, the coronavirus will prop, 
probably disappear. Oh, Biden has solved the coronavirus. Well, it hasn't disappeared, but they have found a vaccine that is supposedly 90% effective against it. That is is, uh, pretty good news. Pretty exciting and hopeful development in the world, I think. Yeah. That's a a really happy thing to hear. I wasn't planning about talking about this, but Rex, would you take the COVID vaccine? Uh, To be completely honest, I don't know that I would. Um, I'd have to do some more research and I'd want to find out more about how things like antibodies work and maybe get an antibody test before I did. And if both the antibodies were long-term effective and I had the antibodies, then I probably wouldn't take the vaccine. But I, I don't think it would hurt to, to to take it if it is effective. So, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I'm kind of on the more skeptical side of vaccines, mm-hmm. just by. Um, I mean, I know how the science works, and I know how, but yeah. it's like it's the extras that they kind of sneak in under the radar that you're like, oh, this, the why is this in here? And it's. Yeah. It kind of has uh, some side effects there, but uh, we'll just kind of, I would probably wait a while to take it if I was going to take it, Yeah, but I, w- I would wait till all the kind of the kinks are worked out. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I am by no means anti-vax. I don't think vaccines should be mandatory, but I, I know people that have gone their whole lives, their whole family is completely unvaccinated and they're all perfectly fine and healthy because they make healthy choices. And so I I think there's a definite benefit to vaccines, but I think that in some cases there can be a detriment. So I don't think it should be mandatory for everyone. I think people should determine on a case by case basis. Yeah. Um, So we're talking about what um, kind of Biden, you were saying this was kind of the plus of what a Biden presidency would uh, do for the media. So um, um, I was kind of asking the questions, well, what would Biden do in like the first however many days that he was in office? Like, what are his main goals to first kind of tackle? And he said it himself. He's like, in the first uh, 100 days, he would enact the Equality Act. Now, Rex, I'm glad you asked what the Equality Act was. Yes. Thank you for asking that You're question. You're very welcome. Actually, it really fulfilled something inside of me that you asked that. I'm so glad, Josh. All right. So to answer Rex's question, it's uh, basically uh, banning people from hiring who they want to hire. Mm. Um, so it's saying that you can't. Uh, religious organizations can no longer discriminate against uh, people who they feel violate their religious beliefs. So you have weddings where pastors like, I don't want to marry these people. That that pastor cannot say that anymore. The church cannot uh, not allow certain types of weddings. Something that was really dis- disturbing to me was uh, it would allow children to go uh, transition surgery without uh, parental consent. So interesting that. Is, so it's basically taking away the rights of parents to decide for their children. I mean, when I was a child, I was like, oh, I want to go live by myself and I want to get married. And I, I was probably like four. And as a child, you can't make these type of decisions because you're not well informed. You don't have the maturity. That's why you have parents to help and guide you. But if you take away the parents' rights to guide their children, what's going on here? I think it's interesting, especially because there are other government laws that prohibit children from doing things based on a lack of mental stability and brain development. I I can almost understand why they would 
see this as a thing, but I, I'm starting to wonder where they draw that line and if it's more of like a squiggle than an actual straight line that they're drawing um, to make exceptions for where they seem necessary. Yeah, and it's it's kind of mismatched where it's applied. It's like, oh, in this area, oh, yes, anybody can decide. But in this area, you have no freedom. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just kind of something that is on the horizon where we're like, oh, can we make a turn and not go for that option? And we'll just kind of hope and pray and see where God takes this country. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Thanksgiving. Rex, what do you do for Thanksgiving on normally? Normally, I uh, will travel up to spend time with family, and it'll be maybe stay there for a night, and then we'll come back home. Well, that was a boring description. I want something entertaining. Tell me. I have nothing to offer you, Josh. We eat food and watch like reruns of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, and then go to bed, and then, yeah. Tell me about... Like, is the, is the turkey still alive? Is it gobble-gobbling outside before you slaughter it mercilessly? It is store-bought, as is the ham that is usually there. And then we have green beans and mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce and Ooh, biscuits. cranberry sauce. That's my favorite. What's cranberry your favorite? Cranberry sauce is disgusting. What? We can no longer be friends. Yep. that That's it, guys. No more podcasts. All uh, right. Josh and I disagree about cranberry sauce. Mm. All right, so we're going to split up the podcast. Yeah. And I'll take the C and the P section. And uh, How about you get C, I get P, and then uh, we alternate the R on weekends. All right, that sounds like a good plan. Okay. Um, but anyway, I can't believe you don't like cranberry sauce. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, I Honestly, like when mashed potatoes were more of a doable option for me for eating, I, I really liked mashed potatoes. And then uh, turkey is just a classic. Mm. And iconic. Also, mac and cheese. Because mac and cheese. my grandma makes uh, really good mac and cheese. No. Or actually, my mom usually makes the mac and cheese, actually, and it's really good. That's not a Thanksgiving food. Did the pilgrims have mac and cheese when they were feasting with Did the. Did the pilgrims have cranberry sauce? They had cranberries. Did they have cranberry sauce I all mean, that- gelled up and stuck in a tin can? Probably not I didn't the tin can so. part, but you don't know. Were you there, Rex? I don't know. Were you there when the pilgrims were eating and then Squanto brought them mac and cheese and showed them how to plant it in the ground <laughs> Put it and in grow the, macaroni trees? Put it in the microwave. Yeah. It's actually interesting. This um, this year is the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower landing in America. Is it? Yeah. Wow. And next year will be the 400th year anniversary of the first Thanksgiving because the first Thanksgiving was a, a year It's amazing after. how apathetic I am about that. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just interesting to me. It's like, okay, 400 years. It just doesn't seem like that big a deal to me, I guess. Wow, you are clearly anti-American and a communist. Ah, uh, yes. Not, not supporting... Thanksgiving is the most anti-American thing. It's not that Thanksgiving's a terrible holiday or anything. It's just like, why does it matter that it's been 400 years? Because it's an even number and it gets rounds easily and put it on posters. So I looked up (laughs) um, beforehand uh, some interesting Thanksgiving facts that I wanted to kind of share with our listening audience. You okay with that, Rex? No, that is unacceptable, Josh. Okay, we're ending the podcast here. Bye. Man, we keep ending the podcast. We need to stop that. (laughs) We need to title this episode, The End. 
the podcast that never ends. <laughs> Even though we keep saying it will. Yes. All right. So this was really interesting and kind of disturbing. Um, uh, Americans eat the weight of Singapore's population in Turkey every Thanksgiving. Singapore so, and Turkey? No, no, no. Uh, in, in, okay. Oh, the meat, not the country. Yeah, the, 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 like okay. the, the, the gobble gobble animal you got it so not like the the asian country <laughs> no we eat the turkish people <laughs> <laughs> they no. eat the weight of the country of singapore's people in turkish people yeah that makes sense math that's a lot of that's a lot of turkey it, it seems is like. a lot of turkey i, I don't know how um kind of uh, how much the singapore's population weighs because i don't know if there's a way that i can exactly find that out but that's a lot of turkey that is a lot of turkey i'm going to eat you because you are a turkey i am a turkey that's actually something that there's a running joke in my family we're like oh uncle come over here we're gonna eat you for thanksgiving because we call him a turkey yeah you have an uncle come over here yeah uh, wow that's his name uncle come over here it's uh turkish actually oh okay interesting yeah so there's another thing that i found uh thanksgiving hasn't actually always been the fourth week of november really um yeah uh fdr uh changed thanksgiving to the third week um for two years because he was he uh, felt like the commercial christmas season was cut short oh so he needed to extend that and it proved really unpopular and after two years he changed it back a democratic president supporting capitalism how dare he mm -mm, mm -mm, that is not allowed uh, ben Franklin, of course, this is kind of more well-known, wanted the turkey to be the national bird instead of the eagle. I think that would be a lot more accurate. Because <laughs> uh, uh, his reasoning was it was more important than the, the, than the bald eagle. Thomas yeah. Jefferson really opposed it. And so uh, Benjamin Franklin named his uh, basically uh, logo uh, Tom, Tom the turkey. Oh. Because uh, he was mad at Thomas Jefferson. That's great. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Benjamin Franklin was my favorite president. I'm glad he made all those changes. Yeah, he was a, he was a quality president. Yep. There's uh, a weird tradition in the presidency, speaking of which, uh, where you uh, the president uh, on Thanksgiving pardons a turkey. So oh, there's yes. there's a turkey that's about to be slaughtered and consumed, and he pardons uh, the president pardons the turkey and sends him to the happy hunting ground somewhere in Vermont. And he gets slaughtered a year later, probably. Uh, I, I does the president get to pick the turkey that he pardons? Like, does he just go out into a field of turkeys and be like? This one, or uh, is it? I I think that um I think that he picks um I think there's like a naming campaign where you submit a name for a turkey and I guess whatever name he likes best he gets. Oh, to. okay. But it's it's kind of it's kind of a wacky concept. But Got yes, pardon pardoning a turkey. And what crimes did the turkey to commit to be? To require a pardon? Of I don't know. He, uh, about I think it was 17 years ago he pardoned my uncle. Yeah. So, okay. Crazy about this death penalty thing for turkeys only, though. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> they're delicious, so what can you say? Um, but a lot of times I feel that we uh, kind of lose sight of what the original Thanksgiving was about. What was it about, Rex? It was about um, being glad that you weren't suffering on a months-long journey on a ship anymore and that you could kiss the ground and enjoy suffering and being full of diseases in america 
Yeah, that about sums it up. People After the really hard winter where about half of the pilgrims died, uh, there were only, I think, 50-some left at this point. Mm-hmm. They were like, thanks be to God for getting us through that hard winter and um, helping us survive. Mm-hmm. And then the, in, the Indians came over. The Native Americans are like, hey, here's some cranberry sauce to celebrate. <laughs> and it was in a can and branded. <laughs> Where did you get this? America won't exist for another. Just imagine Esquanto with a can of cranberry sauce pointing to it. That's oh the ne- next a big sales pitch for all the cranberry sauce. Companies. We're going to get canceled for this, too. <laughs> well, Rex, you say that every time, and it never really seems to happen. But once our audience starts growing, they're going to go back and listen to all our episodes. <laughs> and then they'll be like, no, cancel you. Yes. All right, Rex, what was that interesting thing that you found earlier that you were telling me about? This was... Just something that gave me a giggle because there, it's hard to find good news stories sometimes, but this one I thought was particularly informative and insightful and wonderful. Uh, and I'll just start with the headline. The headline is, U.S. Space Force hires a horse to boldly go where rockets can't, the beach. Um, um, okay. Yeah, so I'll just elaborate for you a little bit. Yeah, because that makes about as much sense as Guanto holding cranberry sauce. Yeah, and like, first of all, props to whoever wrote this. Let's see if I can figure out who who wrote this. It's written by Brandon Spector, who is apparently the senior writer for Live Science. And I have so much respect for this man because the first sentence... The first two sentences in this article are, the United States Space Force has a new recruit in their mission to keep planet Earth safe. His name is Ghost, and he likes to go clip-clop on the beach. Imagine being the senior editor for a a, a science journal and writing a sentence like that. That hmm. just amazes me. Yeah. Um, He's your role model now, isn't he? Absolutely. I, I want to be like this man in absolutely every way. Man, I've been replaced. <laughs> but just some more details on the horse. His name is... His name? Yes. His name is Ghost. He is a five-year-old Mustang that is now on... Uh, not a car. Uh, that is now on the U.S. government's payroll. And I just think that is a phenomenal thing. Yeah, I wonder um, how much he gets paid. I, I have no idea. But uh, he... He doesn't, I'm not sure how much he gets paid, but uh, I don't know that it's really a job that he needs more than room and board for, uh, because sadly he is not going into space uh, due to, as Mr. Spector says, uh, horses being notoriously bad at operating computers. And um, (laughs) sounds like my, um, never mind. (laughs) <laughs> Not my uncle. <laughs> Keep picking on him. <laughs> and then uh, there apparently uh, it links to another article where NASA is having trouble getting spacesuit sizes properly for humans. So imagine what making a horse spacesuit would be like. Yeah, probably. And sadly, he is also not being combat trained, which as exciting oh, as that would be, I'm glad our, our friend Ghost is being kept out of the lines of fire. I just imagine a horse with like spacesuit wings. Yes, uh, <laughs> intergalactic pegasus that would be awesome yeah um but you, you said room and board so it just gets a room and there's just a board in there well i i don't think there's 
that i'm more talking about housing and food but uh, uh the traditional sense i guess yes he joined a stable of four military working horses at vandenberg air force base which is a nearly hundred thousand acre chunk of land on the california coast oh wow uh, which is a hundred times of cent- the size of central park in new york Whoa. so he gets to live on this massive plot of land with four other horses he's living like a king absolutely and uh he he goes not to space, sadly. Man, but, you t- um, talk about job security. You can't get a job more stable than that. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there, Rex. I did see what you do there. According to the article, Staff Sergeant Michael Terrazas, who uh, is in charge of the working horse program and one of Ghost's handlers, he says that uh, they enforce fish and game laws and the horses help them walk off the beaten path to complete their mission. So why why the Space Force is enforcing fish and game laws, I, I'm not sure. I have oh, no man. idea. I want to know how they do that. Is that his main occupation? I'm going to keep going with this. I want Rex. to hurt you right now. But uh, yeah, so it's a, a really interesting thing. I just, it made me so happy to imagine a horse in a spacesuit when I when I when I read that headline, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed at this point, you know. Yeah, as the article ends, it says cleaning up beaches and writing citations for hunters might not be as romantic as exploring the Horsehead Nebula, but it's arguably me. I cannot words today, but it's arguably even more important work. Way to go, Ghost! That's four small steps for horse kind. Interesting. Ghost is my new role model, not Brandon uh, Specter. Wow, I've been replaced twice over and once by a horse (laughs) (laughs) yikes imagine having your job taken by a horse oh i don't know i i just hear name you're listening to cnpr i don't know why a horse (laughs) would sound like that all right so let's hoof it off of this Uh, i just love the idea of a horse being on the government payroll your tax dollars at work people i know like like what well i want to be on the government payroll now i mean can i just identify as a horse i maybe although i'm sure that it's probably one of the more difficult routes to uh government job security Uh, i don't know ghost seems to have nailed it uh, got it nailed down uh seems like a pretty good path to success that's what i'm talking about got a lot of acreage to just kind of wander horse puns what are you trying to make more horse puns no i've run out of material at this point oh okay no, that wasn't one because it doesn't make sense. All right, um, cool. Well, yeah, we can't shoe in anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, we're gonna end <laughs> Moving this on. before before we're before Rex decides to make any more horse puns. So sadly, we did not get any peer questions. No this week. peer questions. Come on, guys. And you know who's responsible for that? Uh, probably Rex. Probably me. I I should have put out a call on Instagram. But more importantly, it is you guys, viewers like you. Thank you, PBS. Um, all of you. We we need your assistance. If you guys want to keep supporting CPR, we we love it when you guys buy merch and show it off and all sorts of stuff. But the best way that you can continue supporting our show is sending in questions. Whether that's, that's great. Yep, I interrupted. No, you're Keep good. Going. W- whether via email or Instagram or Twitter, or if you want to write a letter and send it to the P.O. box that we don't have, maybe we can set up a P.O. box at some point. Well, but We'll get the baby boomer generation. <laughs> yes. But if you guys want to really support the show, sending in questions, comments, concerns, asking for advice, again, as I said on last week's show, evidence that Joe Biden is an alien, all of that is beneficial to our show. Yeah. So if you would like to support us, we would love to hear what you guys have to say. And if you want a signed um, copy of a picture of Rex, 
I can hook you up because I know there's a, a there's a huge demand for that nowadays. And I would Picture like to apologize horse. to uh, publicly to Garrett for not understanding your your reference to trees and mirrors last week uh, yeah, on episode yeah. twenty one. Messed we, up on that one. Yeah, we we said on episode twenty one uh, that we. Sh- we're not knowledgeable in the areas of trees and mirrors. And so, of course, Garrett writes in for the next one saying, here's a question about trees and mirrors. And that's our fault for not getting the joke. I'm sorry, Garrett. And, um, well, it just proves our ineptitude in those areas. You Absolutely. Know? Like, that's why we didn't get it, because we don't know anything, Garrett. Yeah, because um, it just, it, like, confuses us. Seeing the word tree or mirror, that, it just, like, I can't think when I see those words. Seahorses on the other end? Uh, hand i don't know Finn? i can't words today josh Hoof? yes seahorses if you want to ask about seahorses we know everything about those we do so yeah okay that, that's your job this week become a seahorse expert the navy hires a seahorse <laughs> names it ghost <laughs> that's another way to get on the government payroll see originality see a horse in the space force i, I like to and think of course, that their you know. seahorse is not a seahorse but a horse in scuba gear um well, yeah but then we were like a oh, horse in the space force a spacesuit but then we were disappointed because he like patrols a game area i mean yeah but seahorse is a little bit more realistic than space the space horse the space horse space <laughs> It's a new mini series. We're great. Oh, Netflix, if you would like this idea, um, 10% and we're good. I don't know. I'd settle for 1% at this point. Yeah, especially with a Netflix show. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to our long horse ramblings. Uh, we hope that you have enjoyed it. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, I need uh, Rex, could you hand me that water bottle over there? I, my throat's feeling a little bit hoarse. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I Josh, said that. if they would like to yell at you for talking, for making horse puns, where can they send their complaints? Mm. Rex and Josh CPR at gmail.com slash horse. Slash? No, 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 horse. no, no, no. That's not how emails work. I know. Or you can send them to at Rex and Josh CPR on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you guys check out our merch and Rex will be happy if you buy a shirt and I will be ecstatic. Yes. All right. Well, Thank you guys for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. Yay. Yay.